This is the hypothetical podcast where three pathetic guys discuss hypothetical situations. On this episode, I ask Peter and Justin how they would play God and make one super animal. Before we get to the episode, make sure to follow us on all our socials and subscribe to the podcast. All right, we're back for another episode of Hypotheticals. I am Matt. I'm joined again by Justin and Peter. I'm the one pulling the strings this time, ladies and gentlemen. I've got a bone to pick with a few of them. I will try. You're the puppet master. Yes, I guess you can say I am the master of puppets in this case. The enter sand me. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big Metallica <laughs> fan, so I don't want to embarrass myself. I just know that the guy's name is Lars. It's Lars, right? Like the f- Lars Lars Hirsch Lars Hirschfeld? No. That's the yeah. um, like whoever that's the, the Canadian goalkeeper is the it? Brian Littrell is of that band of that boy band, <laughs> whoever the Justin Timberlake is equivalent of in in Metallica. That's who I am in this case, I suppose the yes. master of ceremonies, but master of puppets, I guess is uh, that works too. <laughs> okay, uh, bring on the hate mail. Uh, anyway, so like last week, I'm giving you guys absolutely no heads up on this one you're gonna have to go on the fly because this one's a little bit more outlandish but i think that you guys can pretty much uh nail this one down this one is uh i'd say this one if i were to give it a grade in terms of level of difficulty probably i'd put this one down to just above kindergarten like aspect because you guys know your abcs you know your one two threes after you learn shapes and colors typically animals is the next thing that you guys are probably going to be interested in so here is your question, gentlemen. First of all, I guess I want to say, how are you and what's going on? I was going to say, not even a hello, just... No, man, straight down to business. Straight into it. Just shudders right past this. It's like, here's your question, answer it now, and then fuck off. It's business time. <laughs> if you can't integrate how you're feeling as part of your answer... So we'll start with... Uh, it's business. It's business. Peter, when he's done <laughs> doing some type of singing that sounds like air escaping a balloon. So... Yeah, Flay of the Concords, man. I, You are not them, and I will leave the singing to them, but that's a good attempt. <laughs> Nonetheless, Peter, how are you doing? Uh, I'm great. I am just great. You know, I got a nice beer here, just kind of hanging out, waiting to get ripped apart by your your critique of our answers to your question. It's going to be amazing. Given the amount of time that you were late, I would imagine you brewed that beer yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what took you so long to get here. I wish. Uh, Justin, how are you, man? I'm all right. Uh, you know, still trying to survive this whole quarantine thing. And uh, like you were saying, waiting for Peter was was a blast. I got to sit there with you and show off my kitchen and all of the goodies that I bought. So uh, I was telling Matt before we started recording that um, Walmart right now has all of their Easter goods, 75% off. What? So I got these like massive bags of gummy candies for 75 cents, boxes of like three packs of Skittles for 50 cents. Um, So basically I am going to become diabetic very soon. uh, And it's all thanks to Walmart. So kudos. Imagine how far your million dollars would have gone with that sale going on. I know. It's wild, but you know what? I <laughs> I can't look back now, so. Yeah, he already bought a, a, a car bed 
and a fountain of chocolate. So <laughs> a chocolate never fountain. gonna let me live that down. Yeah, like I, it's just I, when you say you're quote unquote surviving the quarantine, and then then discuss the amount of chocolate and gummy bears and beer that you have to consume, and it's such a tragedy. Like I, you're such a martyr. You're you're you know you're what a what a tough life that you live there, Justin. But um, if you want to send me any of those chocolates and whatnot, I will be happy to you know. <laughs> Take that burden off your shoulders. Consider it done. You already told me that you're rationing. Yeah. You already told me you're rationing your cookies. So I'm going to have to send you an order of those pretty soon. Like if I have five cookies or 5,000 cookies, the time frame for me to consume all of them is relatively the same. Because if I have five, I'm like, oh, I have five. I got to make this last like for the next day. If I have 5,000, I'm like, I don't need to make shit last. I'm going to just dive in <laughs> head first, mouth open into this pile of happiness and then literally 48 hours later i'm just jonesing for cookies because they're all gone (laughs) it's a problem folks i know wait did you wait in line to load up on easter stuff maybe (laughs) (laughs) uh somebody's oh yeah hard that's the surviving aspect you have to stand outside in like 10 degree weather while waiting for to save like you know 12 percent on a, a bunch of jujubes and stuff like that <laughs> so that's the life we live now that is the life we live it was 75 percent. sorry i apologize uh you should, should the, the, this is why the government is sending us money is to just squander it on loads of chocolate but frankly if, you, if like they ever reviewed my finances they would definitely be like why are we sending you money all you do is buy star wars toys like what is wrong <laughs> with you oh speaking of which May the 4th be, be with you. There you go. May the Star Wars Day. I have a buddy who started a marathon last night at midnight um, and is going until 9 p.m. tonight watching all of the Star Wars movies. He has an entire breakdown of each movie, how long it's going to be, dinner break, bio break, coffee break. And he's been like uh, Facebook living after each movie, like a little bit of like a, like a chat. And I got to say, you know what? I'm going to give him a shout out. Kudos to Armand because I don't know how you do it, man. I was, you know, passed out it's before Armand. midnight. It was Armand, yeah. <laughs> I was passed out before, uh, I was passed out last night before, you know, 1130. So I would say that um, I am not made for the movie marathon all nighter life, but good on him. So yes, may the fourth be with you all. Absolutely. Another one of our uh, first world warriors out there. While other people are like hauling water 12 miles to, you know, quench their thirst of their village. This guy's watching Star Wars and is suffering so hard. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> Some of those movies are just abysmal. I mean, let's be honest. Did you, have you heard the dialogue that Anakin Skywalker said? Sand is so bad. It's just, I know that's not what he says, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Let's get that out of the way. Just so everyone knows. Okay, so it's it, there. There is a correct answer to this, and I'll fight you otherwise. It's Empire Strikes Back is uh, essentially the top Thank notch. You. I would then probably place Rogue One as. Um, I mean, it's, I know it's not part of the entire series, but Rogue One was an absolute, just stellar movie when it comes to what Star Wars felt like and characters and space battles and the invasion of Scarif. And, oh, it's so good. Justin? So, um, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. Uh, I've seen some Star Wars movies. Um, The last one I saw was the one that had Darth Maul in it, which I think is The Phantom Menace. Episode one. So, I will say that is my favorite because it's the only one that I can recall. I'm pretty sure that came out in like 
1999, Mofo. Yeah, I was going to say 2000. Pretty sure that's <laughs> that's when I saw it last. So, uh, yes, I'm not not a Star Wars guy myself, but uh, I've heard great things. And if I had to choose between Star Wars and Star Trek, I would take Star Wars. So at least, you know, I've I've got some positive thinking there. But uh, what about you, Peter? I'm going to throw this out there. Ever since Saturday Night Live came out with that uh undercover boss with kylo ren oh matt the the radar technician yeah anytime i see kylo ren i just think of that and i can't take him seriously at all so all of the new movies suck empire strikes back is the best one um i would say followed uh somewhat closely by return of the jedi i guess just because of ewoks that's it. Oh, well, you like totally squandered that answer. You just honestly, you were on the right track, and then there was a cliff to your left, and I'm like, yeah, that looks like a great way to veer off. You had <laughs> a good answer, and then you said Ewoks. But again, I, I have a friend who's very much a uh, fan of Return of the Jedi because he likes Ewoks, because to him, Ewoks are like this savage race of just teddy bears that are ravaging and just savagely beating the hell out of like these like they're savages is what they are they're absolute savages they are and what people don't understand is that when they meet the main characters luke han leia etc is they were literally going to burn them alive and eat them (laughs) in reverence of you know c-3po as this perceived god that has come to (laughs) that was the best and despite the fact that the god is like no 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 don't eat them and you know literally the god your god is telling you not to do something you're like fuck you goldenrod like i'm totally gonna (laughs) eat these people because it's what i believe you want and i don't give a fuck what you say i'm gonna eat these people anyways we have literally gotta get to the question we've got way off track we gotta get (laughs) star wars is always the right track i would I would baby Yoda. That's all anyone needs to know. Baby Yoda. Everyone now understands why our intro says three mildly pathetic guys because we just sat here and talked about Star Wars for four minutes. That's not pathetic. You take that back. <laughs> I would have a Star Wars podcast if there were not like two thousand of them already out there. All right. So here's your question, gentlemen, because we got to get down to business. And this is uh, this is the question. All right. So buckle up now. Listen closely and ask any clarifications you want, and then um, I'll flip a proverbial coin to decide who goes first. Here we go. You are given the power to essentially combine any two animals in the animal kingdom that you can think of. Combine them together, mutate them together, essentially to create one one pet one animal that has essentially like the the basic features that are more or less equal from both sides and you're the what you need to convince me of is that the combination of the two animals that you give me is something that every single household in the world or the most amount of households in the world will want to have as a pet to either improve their life to help them do chores you know i'm not saying that this thing is gonna listen to your commands monkey butler well a monkey butler sure but (laughs) like that's fine but you have to combine it with and don't say two monkey butlers with the combined (laughs) intelligence of both together no that does not work orangutan butler so what i'm saying is like imagine you're putting together two animals and i'll say i'm just throwing this out there like an octopus and a gorilla so and then you have to describe what it's going to look like so it'll be the size of the octopus but it'll have instead of tentacles it'll have like like eight gorilla strength arms but it it can live outside of the water and then but at the same then and and, but you got to give me you know (laughs) it can't just be like i want uh 
you know, I want, um, I don't know, a squirrel, but oh, I'm going to mix a squirrel and a gorilla, but it's going to be all squirrel features and size, but gorilla strength. Like, you can't do that. You have to have at least a little <laughs> bit from both here. So that is your mission. All right. And you all need right. to sell me one of these animals wherein I need to be convinced that the, your creation is going to be wanted by the most amount of people in the world. Now, does it have to serve a purpose? Like, does it have to be useful? Like, does it have to be able to to do chores? Or is it just like a, something that could be super cute and and fluffy and lovable? And, you know, like when you combine- Well, you tell me. No, but that's what I'm asking is like, are we- No, is, no, but what I'm saying is that th the winner will be that person who convinces me that their creation will be wanted and desired by the most amount of people. So if you're going down the- cute and cuddly sure a lot of people want cute and cuddly things but if they're useless and they don't help around then maybe that's not ideal if you're gonna go down the route of like i want something that can do work like a, a, a like a workhorse but mixed with something that has i don't know like peacock feathers to make it look cool and it doesn't like you know that's an option because maybe there are people gonna be like i need something to help on the farm you know Th those are two options but you need to convince me that hey some people think horses are beautiful okay horses are beautiful but what i'm saying is that you need to convince me that your idea is going to your creation rather is going to demand the most desire to own hmm. all right how about them apples this isn't like spend money in 24 hours i want you to play god Ooh. so i'll let that one just gestate in your all right um, silly little minds for a little bit and i'm gonna go ahead and say that you cannot use the octopus gorilla option because not that that's Aww. what i would do but God that was damn it yeah that was the that was essentially the the example that i'm giving you is like a, an octopus that has gorilla arms and is able to live outside of the water but again, it might not have it might have an octopus's brain, which is actually very intelligent, so that might help out. But at the same time, it might be a devious son of a bitch that is gonna go ahead and just ruin everything and run your life because it, it's it's a freaking smart, conniving octopus with freaking gorilla arms. So I'm gonna start <laughs> with Justin. Justin, you are gonna Ooh, kick this one off. Throwing it to me. I'm throwing it to you. Alright, so let's get started here. So I need to combine two animals that would be the most desired well i mean the again like i said the winner will be the person who gives me a combination of animals that the most most amount of people in the world will want to own all right so uh i'm gonna mix two animals that i think are absolutely adorable uh i'm going to mix a household tabby cat with a penguin and we are going to get a penguin okay so what does it look like so in my head, I'm picturing this like round sort of chubby body, like the body of a penguin with like the arms at the side and like the flippers for the feet, but with the head of like a tabby cat, um, it would be black and white. There'd be a little bit of yellow on the face, uh, but it would still have whiskers and the pointed ears. Um, the reason I'm going with this is because penguins are a extremely smart um, when they mate, they mate for life, which I think is really cool. Um, and so you could actually like create a little peng penguin family where they could start to reproduce and then you could sell the babies, um, and make a ton of money off this hybrid. Um, cats are also super clean animals. They clean themselves. They go to the bathroom by themselves. Um, they're super independent. They don't, they don't require a lot of attention. Um, 
And so you could leave it around the house. Uh, it'll kind of just wander around, you know, maybe bumping into things. And I mean, how how funny would it be just seeing like this little cat head waddling around your house like a penguin? Um, you you could leave it around the house. You could, you know, you could play with it. It would probably want to play with you, throw some toys at it. Um, it wouldn't be loud because it would have the head of a kitten. So it would have, you know, maybe a meow uh, would be the sound that it would make. Um a lot of people, you know, people do love dogs. I love dogs, but they're, they're so needy. Um, you know, cats are just one of those animals that can just sort of do their own thing. And when they want to be loved and cuddled, they're there. But at the same time, you don't have to worry about them. They sleep a lot. Um, and so I think that if you took a penguin and a kitten or a cat and you made that into a hybrid, not only would it be adorable and fluffy and you can like sit on the couch with you to like watch TV, um, and it would just kind of just be there chilling. Um, but it would also like, it could mate, you could get it a partner, it could it could make babies, you could sell them, you could make money. Um, and I think that it would just be absolutely adorable to look at and to have. And I think that that would be the best hybrid right there. I picture like some type of Furby, this giant Furby, which is already a terrifying thing to think about, this scary ass Furby thing. But at the same time, you're like, you're going down the route of it's cute, it's cuddly, and you can mate it and get it and sell it. So you're like practically creating some type of human trafficking sex trade with this thing. <laughs> so I, I suppose if you're like an awful, <laughs> awful human being, besides the fact that you're having this cute and cuddly companion that has the features, like the shape of a penguin, but the softness of a cat and, you know, the 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 mild manner I guess of a cat doesn't have the claw does it have like the, the it has the flippers you said and like the wings it would have the flippers so it wouldn't have the claws of the cat no no claws I guess that there's definitely some some um you know benefit to that it won't destroy your house it you know it, it, it it's it's quiet it's gonna do its own thing and and at the same time it's not dangerous you can have it around kids it's not gonna you know hurt your kids or anything uh it's not gonna get too big that you can't keep it in the house like it's not gonna grow to a size like a tiger or something where you can't have that thing wandering around your house i guess the the like octogorilla is probably not the safest thing to keep around like some toddlers while you're you know and you just kind of like doing some chores around the house you can't just put them in the same room i feel like that would be a problematic but <laughs> the tentacles are just like wrapped around the kid's face just all the suction cups on it oh no 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 i'm not talking about a gorilla with with octopus arms i'm talking about an octopus with gorilla arms like oh. eight giant massive freaking <laughs> opposable thumb bicep behemoth <laughs> arms that'll just absolutely ragdoll not just the children but you as well uh okay that's a horrifying thought process and what would you name this this creature again? penguitin the penguitin okay so the penguitin is justin's idea peter i'm i'm so fascinated by your answers every week um and how eventually they usually link to some type of social injustice that has occurred over the years so i can't wait to see what kind of i don't know it's like some type of nazi shark that you want to create or something like that i just can't nazi wait to see shark. The, ho the horrible creation that you're gonna just shower upon our existence listen all right i was gonna choose hitler and a shark but now since you're just shitting on it I'm not gonna do that anymore sharkler yeah did we just create sharkler sharkler yeah it was gonna be sharkler it's going to be, imagine like a great white shark, like Jaws, but with like a little Hitler mustache and like a red armband on. And an eye patch. He's just like giving a little Nazi salute with his fin. Okay. It's amazing. God damn it's it. Amazing. All right. Well, 
Um, All right, Sharkler, I can't use supposedly, so I'm uh, gonna go a totally different direction. I'm gonna start with uh, a dog because everyone loves dogs. Okay, so dogs are the best. First off, they're loyal, right? Uh, they're cute. They just want attention and cuddles, and they're just they're just the best. They can be working dogs. That's like my that's my Tinder profile. You've essentially just. <laughs> kid cuddly wants attention um yeah they can like herd sheep and stuff you know i think dogs are very useful dogs have been like humans best companion for years and years and years so like gotta put that in there because that's awesome secondly what we're also going to throw in there horses why are we going to throw horses in there because we like to race horses and guess what we also like to race dogs so if we get to race dogs and horses at the same time, imagine that. Twice the bets, twice the money. You know, just make all this money. You can breed like these horse-dog hybrids. And they're just like, you know, racing super fast. And then there's like the horse class. And then there's like the horse-dog class. And then there's the dog class. So there's just so many new ways to bet. Because you're not going to do cat racing. Cat racing is stupid. I don't know who does that. You could do snail racing. If you want to do snail racing. I mean, cool. You can do that. Pigeon racing. You know? They do the little, like, dash hound races. They even do baby races. Have you seen baby races at basketball games? They're hilarious. I honestly thought you said baby racists at basketball games. <laughs> I was like, have you seen these baby racists at basketball games? I was like, I, I haven't, but god damn. No, I'm, I'm upset now. All right, so this is what we're going to do, okay? So it's going to be, uh, obviously, it's going to be the body of a bigger dog, I guess. And like the head of a horse. So like well, like a Great Dane kind of thing? No, we're going to do, no, we're going to do um, legs of a horse because they're super strong. And we're going to do the head of a dog because they're cute. But not like a chihuahua, like a golden retriever, like a labradoodle. Shout out Sophie, best labradoodle in the entire world. Let's just throw that out there. Yeah, I'm sure she's listening right now. Guaranteed. She's definitely subscriber patreon contributor uh, all of that jazz <laughs> i'm gonna make her listen to this um yeah <laughs> yeah so you got the horse legs because they're super fast we got the dog head i'm gonna say we got the dog body too but like the horse tail because you need that to like get the get the flies away from the horse you know what i mean and you can like braid it. I've seen all the things. My girlfriend shows me all the time. You can braid it. <laughs> My girlfriend shows me all these horse things all the time. You know, I know what they do with horse tails. Just between, you know, you, me, and Justin, because no one else is going to listen to this. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about looking at all these horse things that your girlfriend uh, makes you look at? Um, yeah, Peter, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? I, I absolutely love it. I've learned so much about horses and not just horse racing, but also like horse showing. And, like, the types of, like, jumps and stuff that they do. There's, like, hunter and there's, like, different types of horses. And there's, like, horses that you race. And then there's horses that you, like, show because they're prettier and they look better. Man, there's so much to know. And all the horse shit coming out of your mouth right now. That is definitely yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> completely <Absolute> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. There's so much to learn. And what would I call it? A dorse. <laughs> dorse. <laughs> oh my god okay it's a doors all right so you're you're gonna combine a horse with a dog and with the purpose that 
people will think it's cute. Plus, it's a it's a raceable animal. It's a highly raceable animal. It's raceable. You can have it around your house. You can have it around your farm. You can use it for like kitty rides. You can like you can do whatever you want with it. It's the size of a big dog, right? Yeah, size of a big dog. Horse legs though, so it's okay. tall. Now, one thing that I I have to pick at for for you, Peter, is that in the great book of animals <laughs> that you get when you turn seven. Yes, I'm pretty sure you didn't. You like in your in your whole experience of trying to cr- create a, a a very ideal animal, you have you did not <laughs> turn past page four. You've got it, it goes dog, cat, mouse, horse, and you're like. Uh, I've read too much. This is enough for me. I only know two animals. We'll just go with this. That's that's pretty much it. But, you know, kudos to you. So this is the thing. I'm allergic to cats. So I'm not going to choose a cat because I wouldn't want a cat, right? So I choose a dog because I love dogs, have dogs, love dogs, right? Horses. I mean, horses are great. I have to say it. Otherwise, Brittany will beat me up. So, um... Doors. Final answer. Doors. I was going to say, I guess you call it a hog, but then I guess that would already be taken. So. Yeah, hogs are things already. But even a hog would be more <laughs> desirable for most people. Um, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> we can't call it a horg either. You've, you've created an animal that is highly raceable, but you made it small enough so humans cannot race aboard them. So that already is a little bit... No, you just make them race. Like greyhounds. Oh, so, okay. So you're just putting them on a track. <laughs> like a dog. Like a standard dog. Like you do with the babies. You don't race the babies by sitting on the babies you just let them go and then they just race themselves it's the best part is that you don't know where they're gonna go you have literally just given a dog a leg upgrade is pretty much what you've done literally a leg upgrade all right um (laughs) i've given them a leg up on justin's side the one criticism i would have here is you're talking about the fact that yeah it's like a it's a giant cuddly furby like thing um and but the thing is is that when you say that that these that cats are fairly self you know sufficient and independent that's because they are very nimble and they have like the body of a cat. Now you have this giant egg-shaped freaking puffball, which I don't doubt I don't doubt that it's absolutely adorable, but I don't know if it is going to be as independent as you say it will be. I feel like this is Yeah, was it waddle around along the lines of uh, you know, like taking <laughs> care of a drunk friend where it's going to start knocking into shit and like you know, shitting on the floor and stuff like that. And you have to like, I'm not saying that people won't want it. I think that in my mind, it feels like it's just a, a bigger guinea pig that can stand on two legs. And I get it. I guess it seems great. Um, and um, I, I mean, that, that I, I can see that. And I mean, in terms of the horse dog hybrid, uh, the, the doors, <laughs> thank you very much. The doors. I apologize. It's a trademark name. Yeah. Is <laughs> Jim Morrison in the doors. I thought that, if I was going to give you the Octogorilla, that maybe you guys would go off the rails here, like combine a snake with an eagle and create some type of dragon-like thing that a lot of people would want to have. Yeah, but how many people want snakes? Like I am, It's a very niche thing. I am terrified of snakes. You said we had to get something that would be wanted by the majority of people. The majority of people do not have snakes, nor do they want snakes or, you know, birds in their house. These are not these are not pets that are sort of so I feel like with the parameters you gave us, we had to go and mix something that was that was um, desired by the majority of the population. And I I completely see your line of thought and I like it because between the two of you, I mean there there's there's arguments for both here. 
But I, in my mind, and, and I'll, I'll choose my winner right after this. However, I thought that anybody who could want something like a dorse or a <laughs> pangolin, not a pangolin, what'd you call it? A penguin? Peng- penguin, like a kitten penguin? A penguin? Oh, right, like a penguin kitten. Yeah, So or a penguin. They would just be as inclined, I feel, to be like, oh, maybe I'll just get a rabbit or maybe I'll just get a dog. Like, to me, they're all in the same family of cuddly, cute, and reliable, etc. And <laughs> freaking the Doris is literally just a golden retriever <laughs> with horse legs. With, like, that doesn't skip leg day. <laughs> like, literally, that's what it is. It's like, has these massive tree trunk biceps and, like, a tail that you can braid. And I'm like, all right, fine. In my mind, something like an eagle snake. People want a freaking eagle snake because there's nothing close to it. I mean, it's like, I figured that would probably be the hottest commodity. But uh, I'm going to go and give this one to Justin. Yes! Oh, my God. Because I because he went down the cute factor and really, like, hyped it up in terms of uh, the fact that it's, like, it's got the mannerisms of a cat, doesn't have the claws. It is a giant puffball. It's not all that threatening. And, you know, the fact that you can create some type of like fucking sex trade with it and like make a total <laughs> bank and have like this nasty ass freaking penguin sex cartel with it and maybe get rich and have like a golden ak-47 and i love how animal breeding has been a thing for so many years and it's 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 a real thing that people do and you've turned it into some weird sex trafficking ring you're the one who said that you can make all kinds of money from it (laughs) you can but you're making it sound like it's this dirty thing like it's this this underground sex trafficking the description that you get is like you could get it a mate and make them babies and then you could sell the babies i'm like uh i I guess the way that I understand that that's basically what like animal breeding is. It's like you. That's what breeding yeah, is. You fuck that and give me your children. Like that is essentially what it becomes. Yeah, but you're going to have to have pebbles all over the place, man. Because like, you know, penguins, they like get pebbles and they give it to their mate. And they're like, you're mine forever now. I assume that's how pe- penguins talk. But, you know. <laughs> but they sound like your Flight of the Concords impression. You got to have pebbles all over the place. Otherwise, they're not going to want to consummate their pebble marriage. All right, they give each other rocks and shit. That's like what we do too, right? Hey, here's a diamond. Like, do you want to be sad with me forever? <laughs> That's that sounds like marriage. I spent thirty thousand dollars on it. It means I love you. Yeah, no, that's all right. Give me a pebble. I'll take a pebble instead. Uh, okay, well, Justin, you you are the winner of this episode. Um, Showing. I am so curious to see what other people would think because I figured that I gave so much landscape for people to to prance around in on this one. Uh, there's so much other options out there i think i still think that my like octopus uh gorilla arm could not only just be a a cool companion because octopuses are are ridiculously smart but you could probably with the proper training have them as like the ultimate security guard like the absolute boss freaking security guard that you could possibly fuck german shepherds this thing would whoop the shit out of you like you could teach it like aikido and kung fu and shit and it would be hanging from the ceiling before you know it it like two of its arms are beating you in the face the other one is like pantsing you and like sacking you and the other one is like stealing your wallet like it is the ultimate just that's what i would be afraid of is like all these arms coming out and like stealing like eight wallets at the same time fuck yeah and then you could use those wallets to buy one of justin's penguin sex trade fucking monstrosities i feel like the eight armed 
gorilla octopus thing needs to be on an episode of Rick and Morty. Uh, it might be. Who knows? I didn't see last night's episode yet, so it could very possibly be on there. Um, Justin, any last words? You are the winner of this, so do you want to, you know, take your pangolin, penguitin, and shove it down Justin's throat? Like, how do you want to? You get the last say for the episode. Well, first off, I am Justin, so I'm not going to shove it down my own throat. Um, but I just want to say that. I was very shocked that I won this episode. I thought Matt was going to have a vendetta out against me because of episode five. But uh, thankfully, Matt, you were a fair and just ruler over this episode. And um, Peter, I just want to say, shiggity shiggity suave, buddy. Better luck next time. Listen, all right? The Dorse is going to be a real thing, and you guys are going to feel so stupid. On this week's episode of Hypotheticals, Matt asked Justin and Peter to play mad scientists and create a hybrid of two animals that would be most desired by the general population. Justin pulled out the victory with this one with his mixture of a penguin and a kitten, which he creatively called the penguin. Peter fell just short with his mixture of a horse and a dog. And if you enjoyed this episode of Hypotheticals, be sure to follow us on all of our socials located in the show notes. And if you have an idea for a hypothetical question that you would like seen on the show, be sure to email us at hypotheticals at gmail.com. And on behalf of Peter, Matt, and myself, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you next time.